Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. For those of you new to the show, we're studying the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, loosely following the study curriculum of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And today we're going to be in Ether chapters 2 to 6. So when we last left our heroes, Jared and his family had just made a challenging journey from Babel through uncharted wilderness and made it to a beautiful seashore where they put up a temporary settlement to rest. But the Lord had bigger plans for them. He wanted them to continue their journey to the promised land and instructed them to build boats that would carry them across the ocean to the new world. The Jaredites built the boats, but because of the submarine-style construction and the fact that electricity hadn't been invented yet, they were concerned about having to make their journey in darkness. So they asked the Lord to provide light for them as they crossed the ocean. Here's the Lord's response to that request. Quote, For behold, Ye shall be as a whale in the midst of the sea, for the mountain waves shall dash upon you. Nevertheless, I will bring you up again out of the depths of the sea, for the winds have gone forth out of my mouth, and also the rains and the floods have I sent forth. And behold, I prepare you against these things, for ye cannot cross this great deep, save I prepare you against the waves of the sea, and the winds which have gone forth, and the floods which shall come. Therefore, What will ye that I should prepare for you, that ye may have light when ye are swallowed up in the depths of the sea? So, like you and I, the Jaredites had a long journey in life ahead of them. They didn't know what to expect as they built boats and gazed out over the endless ocean. While they trusted in the Lord and wanted to make the right choices, they were nervous, afraid, scared they might be traveling in darkness. And the Lord didn't pull any punches. He told them it was going to be a hard trip, but that he had prepared them for the waves and the winds and the floods that were sure to impact their lives along the way. The Lord knew they were ready. He had been preparing them, but he also recognized that as humans who sometimes have a difficult time keeping an eternal perspective in life, he recognized that the Jaredites, like you and I, might be worried about the unknown, about traveling through our life in darkness. And so even though the Lord knew they would be fine, he asked them what they needed to feel secure in their journey, to have enough light to see each other as they traveled, to support each other, to provide comfort to one another. The brother of Jared came up with the idea of having the Lord touch a handful of stones to turn them into light sources, and then placed one in each of the boats that would carry their tribe across the great waters. Quote, And thus the Lord caused stones to shine in darkness, to give light unto men, women, and children, that they might not cross the great waters in darkness. The Lord is preparing you and I to also continue our journeys through the unknown towards the promised land. And the Lord will ensure that we have the light we need to see the path forward. While our journey may be challenging, the Lord does not want us to make it in darkness. Now, The Jaredites couldn't just sit back and relax during this journey and rely on the Lord to do everything for them. That's not how it works. Their journey was going to be long, rough, and almost certainly full of seasickness. While the Lord had been preparing them for this, they also had to do their part to ensure the voyage to the promised land was a success. Quote, 
And it came to pass that when they had prepared all manner of food, that thereby they might subsist upon the water, and also food for their flocks and herds, and whatsoever beast or animal or fowl that they should carry with them. And it came to pass that when they had done all these things, they got aboard of their vessels or barges and set forth into the sea, commending themselves unto the Lord their God. End quote. The Jaredites trusted in the Lord's plan for them to cross the ocean. They did their part to prepare for the voyage as much as they could, and then they got on the boat. This to me is the lesson of this story. The Lord has grand plans for each of us. We may not know the details of that plan, but if we put our trust in God, do what we can to prepare ourselves, and then get on the boat, we will reach the promised land. This process can be hard, stressful, and even scary when we think about what the future holds for us. But odds are, each of us has already gone through this process multiple times of putting our trust in God, preparing ourselves, and then getting on the boat. If you've ever started a career, changed careers, moved to a new city, gotten married, had a child, you've put your trust in God. You've likely prepared yourself as much as you could for the decision you were making, and then you got on the boat. You made the decision to go. I remember when I was almost 26 years old, I'd been a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for about a year, and I felt the need to serve a mission, to share with others what had been shared with me. That was an incredibly hard decision for me to make. If I decided to serve, I would be 28 years old by the time I made it home and still not have a clue about what I wanted to do with my life. But I decided to put my trust in the Lord. I prepared as much as I could. I gave myself a crash course in the scriptures to make up for lost time, tried to get up to speed with the missionary manual called Preach My Gospel. I even wrote out 24 checks in advance to pay for my mission and gave them to my bishop to send in for me each month. But at the end of the day, like the Jaredites, I had to make the decision to get on the boat. I had to step onto that airplane to Argentina and commend myself unto the Lord my God. And in the end, he did lead me to the promised land. But what I've realized over the years, as I look back on these major life decisions that you and I have both made, it's that we never quite get to the end. Every time we have to make a major decision in our lives— Every time we put our trust in the Lord, do our part to prepare, and then make the decision to get on the boat, the Lord is able to bring us a little closer to the celestial mansion he has prepared for us. But along the way, as we follow this process, as we accept our Savior's invitation to follow him, and make the decisions along the way that allow us to keep moving forward, as we follow Christ down this path, we can feel confident that God is with us, and that he knows where we're going. You and I will have a lot of oceans to cross over the coming decades, but if we put our trust in God, prepare ourselves, and always make the decision to get on the boat, to commend ourselves unto the Lord, he will make sure that we are never lost at sea. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.